Susan Felth, the Citizen Kane of podcasting. Modern man is confronted with so many movies. Which ones are films? And which ones are filth? In at number 95, it's the film that tried to correct the Street Fighter franchise by making it less fun. Well, 2009 is a good time for things to be less fun. We just had layman oh. shock, you know, people. Well, you know, you know what I think houses, jobs. When I, when I see the, the term Street Fighter, I'm going into a movie thinking, of course, this will be a film about realty realtors fighting to control streets <laughs> mm. <laughs> right well one thing this movie does have a lot of street fighter the legend of chun Li. it has a lot of streets and it has a lot of fighting um i Actually i, I true. <laughs> the the 94 street fighter which we also talk about it has a, the first half doesn't <laughs> have much fighting the second half does but it doesn't have many streets at all so this one's a more pure street fighter movie i believe mm. <laughs> so that was a war movie. Yeah, that was a war movie. This one's just about fighting in the street. That's right. Hi, I'm Matt. Anyway, I'm Luke. I'm Mark. <laughs> we always do that. That's fine because I people That's can work out the name. We have we have relatively we have simple a, names. It's films we have a guest. Filth. I'm, I'm oh I'm going no to it's mean, films and filth and we also have a guest. I'm ruining right. everything. Why don't you do the guest then? Do them. Hello, it's James J. Moyles. Hello, how's it going? Good. Thanks for jumping in. It's video Thanks game time, right? I'm I'm the one most out of my element here because I'm the only one that can't like where my name tag doesn't say like gamer on it somewhere, you know. If you <laughs> if we confuse you, then feel free to like make a screeching noise and like ask for. There's no way you haven't played some Street Fighter though. Oh, I've played a lot of Street Fighter, but probably not as much as some other people here. And I've only played two, right? I didn't play. Oh, I played four at the um at the Fry's Electronics. Okay, with Mark. Well, that's good that you played the <laughs> four because this was a tie-in for part four it was released at supposedly the same time. <laughs> yeah it's well it's um i don't i don't know if they're spiritually connected but there's definitely sort of a uh four was maybe like a try to return to a status quo and this kind of was but it was also four felt more like a street fighter thing than this <laughs> yeah well the, the thing is is I still think the 94 movie was more in the spirit of Street Fighter and that it was just a bunch of crazy shit happening, and this is absolutely not that at all. No, this is just... I mean, it's like an action movie, which mm -hmm. is fine. Uh, when uh, it came the fighting's out, I, good. I mean, by okay. 2009, I knew you probably don't want to watch a video game movie. Uh, that, that was clear. And then, the, of course, it, the reviews were bad, and it bombed, and, and nobody told me it was good. Which I guess is not, but I, I, this is again, this is one that I'm mean, like, it was an action movie. It had some action. Yeah, that's cool. None of the action <laughs> this, was like great though. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I it guess was... it's a milk toast movie. Uh, if if there's one thing we're really going to uh, put this on the firing line for, it's like this is how. Well, first, uh, okay, this is how you follow up Bison with this guy after Raw Julia. <laughs> but Luke, Luke, what, what was the controversy we ran into last night? All oh, right. No, it's not a controversy. It's crazy. So, Matt, do you know about the names in Street Fighter? Sort of, kind of, but I confuse them, which is maybe because I've played different versions. <laughs> right. So, in Japan, the main villain is called Vega. Um, the guy with the claws is called Balrog. And the boxer is called M. Bison because he's literally Mike Tyson. That makes a lot more mm -hmm. sense. They when switched them around. When it went to America, they knew they'd get their asses sued for that. So <laughs> they switched the names around so that it's M. Bison is the leader, Balrog is the boxer, and Vega is the claws guy. Um, and then the film I watched, the characters had the Japanese names, and it really looked like they were saying those names. So I think they filmed some of the scenes twice. That would make sense, because if you look at the credits... Um... But the actual credits in the film itself, they do show each character. Um, obviously, Bison is, is uh, Vega and so on. So, yeah, that would make sense if they filmed each one twice. 
So did anybody actually watch this one previously? No, I I planned to watch it when it came out, and then it was the thing where it got bad reviews, so I didn't bother. And flopped. It was number nine week of release, which is is not mm. good for a major for a fifty million dollar movie. I don't I mean, even know if this came out in theaters in the UK. It did. I don't Australia. remember it coming out in theaters at all. If it I, did, I, it had I, a very limited release. It. I it did so... see it previously. Um, like oh, it must have been maybe around. 2011 2012 um but i was bored in university and thought i like street fighter let's 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 check this out and uh yeah that was that was a mistake um but i remembered literally so little of it that i had to do a rewatch <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> um yeah this i mean this looks very if not Chinese, then like South Asian. It's got oh. that that cadence, but also the brightness is all jacked up, like the some of the worst decisions that people made from this era. I think maybe partly it's just because it stars Kristen Crook, but everything about it it felt like a TV production, not a film, mm. to me. Mm. I, I think she was miscast. Like she was. She didn't. I, and and there was all this voiceover where she talked about how she lost everything, but I'm like, "You're rich, what? Did yeah, you there's give your this, money away. There's this <laughs> bit that's meant to be this like heartfelt scene, but it's her like saying goodbye to the help." <laughs> In my notes, I was just like, "They all hate her. They're just like, get out of here. We hate you." Yeah, like we've been waiting for this. For all years. got fired. They just all got fired, and they probably hated her to start with. And it's just like, oh god. <laughs> um did the let's let's summarize this one before we get too deep in which was which was this one is luke i believe as a child chun li moves to hong kong where her dad is kidnapped before her very eyes by m bison and balrog or maybe vega and m bison many years later she is a concert pianist while m bison or maybe vega is taking over thailand's crime families for an elaborate scheme to buy up cheap land Chun-Li is given a mysterious scroll that leads her to Gen and his organization of one person to fight Bison, or Vega's, Shadalao organization. She travels to Thailand, teams up with some cops, and eventually breaks his neck with a flying kick. <laughs> breaks whose neck? And Bison, or maybe Vega. Or Vega. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh... This is the thing. Out of the gate, I thought I was going to love this movie because the, the fight scene at the beginning and Michael Clark Duncan just busts in. They're just going to like throw it. And, and um, also, the guy who plays Bison is from a bunch of the CW shows. Yeah, he's um, he's a real like that guy actor that me and Matt discovered mm -hmm. a lot back when we were doing um, the Sci-Fi Sanctuary. Like, he shows up in Star Trek First Contact. He's in, like, Minority Report. He was in a bunch of films. I'm just like, oh, it's that guy again. I still, I still don't know his name. Oh, I think it's it something uh, like Michael McDonough or something like that. Neil. Yeah. Neil oh, Neil McDonough. Sorry. There we go. Okay. No, yeah. Michael McDonough is the Not Michael McDonough. This guy sings lower than that, probably. Anyway, I mean, he was, I thought he was great. As a psychopath, I don't know about as Bison, but he was, he was definitely compelling the whole. No, you heard. I did. He was a fine villain. He's just he wasn't dressed up like a military general and chewing scenery. So <laughs> yeah, it was really hard watching this right after seeing Raul Julia like give possibly the best performance I've seen on any movie in this podcast so far. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a big step down. And just the weird candy colored weirdness uh, is missing here. They just like, let's, I don't know. Um, how does this well, compare this to is the thing. X versus I feel... Sever? This makes more sense than X versus Sever. Yeah. <laughs> but the action I know is why everyone's good. doing everything. I can hear what everyone says. Um, maybe to a fault. There were a lot of times where it was like, remember that web on the hand of the guy you saw two seconds ago? Remember I... the web on the hand? I hate at the best of times when a film flashes back to something in the same film I'm already watching. Yeah. But in this case, when it was literally like seconds earlier, 
<laughs> it was infuriating. It was like watching a shonen anime. <laughs> like, oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah um, at least, at least, it wasn't just doing it to fill time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I feel like maybe this is a, sp a specifically Japanese thing, or maybe it's something that happens in the video game space. But I feel like that. Japanese culture or business culture when something fails then they try to bury it so hard like Street Fighter 4 was such a like about face from Street Fighter 3 the Street mm. Fighter 3 was like we're gonna lean into the weirdness give it like tons of frames and Street Fighter 4 was just kind of like we're back at Street Fighter 2 it's Street Fighter 2 again but in 3D and mm. this feels like a big giant uh, forget about the last Street Fighter movie which is ironic because um, for all the Street Fighter movies' failings, Capcom did really well out of it. Because they part-funded it themselves, they kept making loads of money from it for the rest of time. Oh. Um, there's a famous quote, the one of the Capcom, like some, he's like an E3 or something. Someone was interviewing him like, oh, so that movie was a real disaster for you, right? He's like, no, we make a million bucks every time it's shown on TV. <laughs> <laughs> You have to have a good oh. legal department as well, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I went back and read the oral history of the making of that movie again before uh, watching it and between that movie and this movie. And uh, I think, yeah, some a couple of the uh, game writers do have writing credit on this film. So I, I don't know how much they had a hand in it, but I think they had a hand in it. I understand Only what you thing... said. I could say that that drew comparisons from Street Fighter Four was um, the stuff with um, Gen is that's that's drawn pretty one to one from the game. Like he knows Chun Li's dad in the game, and like in the arcade mode, they do have a few scenes uh, together. Um, so that felt like they were trying to tie that in in some respects, but in other respects, like. Irish Bison and <laughs> not not even getting the name of Shadowloo correct, which is you know yeah. things even like that. I just... caught that. <laughs> I yeah. was wondering about that. Is is it just? I I assumed it was just that they could not bring themselves to say Shadowloo with a straight face, so they tried to make it sound <laughs> a bit more Asian. <laughs> I, I guess that makes sense. It's just I I think that. Maybe uh, because it's a video game adaptation, you you feel they should be trying to get things like that correct, mm -hmm. so not to maybe annoy possibly your only <laughs> cinema gorge at the end of the day. Yeah, especially after getting Ryu in the the first Street Fighter movie, everyone keeps saying Ryu, and I was just like, why do you keep saying Ryu? Ryu, it's not right. <laughs> Apparently, the guy who played Ken had trouble saying Ryu, so. And and I think there was some disagreement about how to pronounce it, so they just went with Ryu. Mm, that checks out. <laughs> yeah, the uh, guy playing Ken couldn't say any of the super move names when they were making Street Fighter the movie, the game. Maybe they passed yeah. Ken poorly. <laughs> Speaking um, of casting, uh, uh, Kristen Kriuk, is that how you say it? Crook. It's Crook. Mm. Thank you, because I, I never watched Smallville, but... She was exonerated <laughs> from her involvement in Nexium, it seems. I'll say it. <laughs> I um this is another issue of we just I just watched young Ming Na Wen do this role. Like there's no comparison. Mm. Mm, true. Yeah, she was I mean, even Ming Na Wen in two thousand twenty three could do this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, the, the Street Fighters are not a good double feature if you want to ha have much enjoyment of the second one. Uh. <laughs> I, If you watch them, this one first and then 94, it's like going from, oh, that was okay, to then, whoa, that was fun. Whereas if you watch them 94 and then this, it's like you watch a really fun film and then watch all the fun get drained out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it makes... It did work for me in that way because it's like the thing where adulthood sucks. It's yeah. almost like a metaphor for that. It's like, yeah, now it's time to get serious and talk about we're done playing uh, war games with a guy who just rides in on a boat with his name on it and <laughs> is going to punch you and win the war by punching you to death. And this is about real estate pretty much mm. and, and scrolls and spider hands.
most deeds are scrolls when you think about it in real estate. And personally, I didn't think the guy who played Gen was very good either. <laughs> um, he was kind of there, yeah. Um, yeah, he I, just said the lines. I say Chris, the. Chris Klein as Interpol agent Charlie Nash seems sort of like a fake Keanu. <laughs> it oh, took man. so long for me to realize that was Charlie from the games. <laughs> like, it took I, half the movie. I couldn't decide if I loved or hated how he played that character. <laughs> Just the delivery of like some of his lines. It, from the moment he turned up on screen, where he uh, he, he kind of draws that line, staring at the um the, the his partner, going, "Oh, I love this job." <laughs> Just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm checking out for what huge uh... path. He was yeah, he was a huge perv. He was he was kind of in a different movie, but I guess it did work. His movie worked like, at least. <laughs> I mean, there was a bunch of shooting and stuff. Yeah, not a lot of street fighting from him though. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think he fought anybody. He just shot, which is like, come on. Street it would have been when I realized he was Charlie, I thought maybe he was gonna fight at the end, but mm, nope. Well, so they were building him up for his spin off, you know. That Probably. was going to be the next one, The Legend of Charlie Nash. <laughs> it was what they were doing with fighting games for a while. I think, didn't... I mean, remember when Mortal Kombat was trying to do that with games, and they did, like, that Sub-Zero game? Terrible Sub-Zero game. Terrible. Yes. It was terrible. It was like you're not even... There was no relation between you and the platforms. Oh, there was a neat, there was a Nina Williams game as well for, um, back like the PS2, I think. I vaguely remember that. Uh, so I'm going to tell you why I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> the post of the advert for it in magazines was just a big picture of Nina's ass. And I was like I was like 13 at the time and didn't have as much Aye, availability man. to content. So all right. <laughs> a formative like memory. That. Yeah. I mean, I was like 18 when Soul Blade came out and I definitely unlocked the Sofatia skimpier outfits. <laughs> I mean, not that you had anything to do in that game, but unlock stuff. But you know, well, it's yeah, just the more exclamation games. points, the more exclamation points, the less clothes she had on. Is anyway, that sounds like a fun. That's game. That's great. Okay. That <laughs> no, like that's just, that's a, the character select. I mean, <laughs> by today's standards, it pretty much is. <laughs> um. I'm I'm just looking down the list of actors here. The only A-lister is Michael Clark Duncan, I believe. I'm not one. But at least he's having the time of his life. Oh yeah, he's, yeah. so he is good as as Balrog or or is, he's not always Bal. Well, M he is in my we, version. M Bison sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was he was great. I think Vega was okay till he started talking. I mean, <laughs> Balrog, yeah. At least he had the mask yeah. and the claws. The mask was cool. Um, that's the main thing. Saying Vega was a guy from the Black Eyed Peas. Taboo. He was a guy with one name. Yes, I saw that. Um, Who is from the Black Eyed Peas? Just we talked. You were sort of talking like this. Oh, like, cool. Like, so he's the only one of these I've ever seen in real life. That's cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've seen the Black Eyed Peas perform. Interesting. I saw them at Glastonbury Festival. So you could you think that it should have played like. like You've seen Vega. Tell people you've seen Vega. I have oh seen God. Vega. Yeah. And to a Balrog. No. Balrog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're right. It should have played like when he came out and started yeah. flashing. That was at least at the beginning, it was striking how much it was just M. Bison comes out and he's a psychopath, and Michael Clark Duncan is just throwing stuff around, and the Vega just comes out and it's just like like they were mortal combating the shit out of it for the first yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes. I think the new Mortal Kombat movie did a better job of I and mean, this really reminds me of the new Mortal Kombat movie in some ways, which I thought I haven't was seen that one better. I think it's really good actually. I liked um, it. Yeah, yeah, it got I think surprisingly good buzz what, around the time it came out. Aside from casting kind of a generic dude who's not a character in the game as the lead, which is strange, but it's the hmm. Walter syndrome, like the Muppets, right? It you it's fine. It's still I I liked it better than the Paul W S Anderson one. How about the Muppets? Did you like it better than the Muppets? I don't think I liked it better than the Muppets. Okay. So I was just saying Walter. Did Paul W S Anderson do Mortal Kombat? Yes. 
he did Mortal Kombat, then he did Event Horizon, and then he did like 35 Resident Evil movies. Yep. No monster hunt. Well, so yeah, he does just love inserting his own bullshit character into game adaptations, doesn't he? Oh no, I mean he did the first Mortal Kombat. Okay. Because he did all those resis. That was starring everyone's favorite Resident Evil character, Alice. Speaking (laughs) of video game movies that I didn't like, um, those were some. Yeah, but speaking of video game movies that made Capcom a shitload of money. Mm Hmm. And fucked up the direction of their video games for a little while. <laughs> yeah. I would arguably their their video games are Street Fighter franchise is just now writing itself, in my opinion. I don't know. I don't know um, how you guys felt like, about four and five. I know that people who are big into playing fighting games in multiplayer love those two games. Yeah. It's um it's just personal preference. Like I like wackier shit. I'm more of a Tekken mm. guy. Um, and I really loved Street Fighter 3 Third Strike and for a long time I couldn't play it because it wasn't emulatable and it wasn't released on anything except for the Dreamcast and um what was I going to say they only put Street Fighter um, 3 on the I, Dreamcast yeah oh, well and weird. and it's on modern stuff now they put out collections but I played some Street Fighter 5 just to I don't know just to play some Street Fighter the last couple of days and when you play Street Fighter 5 right now before every match you play in arcade mode, it says brought to you by Street Fighter 6 coming out soon. Like you get an <laughs> ad for Street Fighter 6 <laughs> before every match. Nice. Which are is, you excited? They want you to buy that new game. Are you it's excited the tone. It's Fighter the tone. 6? I actually uh, am. Jay is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, de- definitely. I think um, so. My, my first ever Street Fighter game that um, was, was 4, actually, back in 09. Um, so I've got a big attachment to that game and I played a lot of it online. Um five five played five at launch and was quite disappointed by how sparse it was in terms of how much there was in the game. Um but six they just seemed to be nailing it from day one in terms of just just how colourful it is and the the actual um tone of the game, you know, they really seem to be nailing that kind of street vibe with the graffiti and the music and yeah, I think it's going to be a, a hit. So I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I played the demo. It was pretty cool. I th- feel like you were hitting people with paint when you do special moves. It's mm. pretty cool. Um, my first, the first one I ever played was actually Street Fighter One, which was released as Fighting Street on the <laughs> TurboGrafx CD, which I knew a rich kid who had that. Um, that that wasn't that wasn't great, but you know. Like everybody of a certain age, when two came out, I got all excited about it and spent a bunch of time at the arcade spamming people with E Honda hands for about I don't know three years till I learned how to play it. Yeah, yeah, I think everyone of our vintage played a lot of Street Fighter Two gamer or not. That just I was a lot younger than to... you guys, but I remember watching Bill my R. uncle play a shitload of Street Fighter Two. I mean, my main oh, fighting yeah. game jam is Mark knows with Soul Calibur too. That's that's the only one I've been like legitimately good at. <laughs> Matt, do you want to do want to brag about who you play Soul Calibur two with? What? No, I don't. Because okay. that has nothing to do with this movie. Yeah, but <laughs> is that a, that is that a brag? Stop you. <laughs> is it a brag to say that you your main is like the guy with the longest weapon? Is no, that, that happens in here. Kind of. Doesn't she grab oh. like a relatively long? stick at the end uh, she can grab my relatively long stick <laughs> ah, I'm, I'm just like uh saying that's kind of how she rocks it in the end there we go i wrote it in my notes i learned from soul Calibur 2 that's best to fight with a big stick yeah like everyone who played the turtles games knows you donatello because his weapon's yeah. longest mm-hmm. that's yeah. right that's right so <laughs> well um i love soul Calibur as well for the record, it being like mainly two. a Tekken person, same all of them. I mean, I mean mostly okay, mostly one, two, and six, <laughs> followed by four, and then three, and then five. But there, you know, that was a lot of numbers you had there. Speaking I have of, preferences. Speaking of numbers, I was just looking. To, I'm sorry, I'm veering off because I'm looking at it on the wiki. I mentioned correctly that this did open at number nine in the box office, and the films that lost to that. Uh, came, one came out one week before, one came out that week. So the competition that this movie bombed against was um, Jonas Brothers, the 3D concert experience, and Medea goes to jail in its second week. That was wow. the competition. Okay. 
<laughs> I don't know. I, okay. I don't know what either of those. I mean, obviously, I know what the Jonas Brothers in concert is. In like, theory. Maybe the video <laughs> doesn't play in the UK, yeah. which makes sense, actually. <laughs> I Yeah, I still don't know what the Jonas Brothers sound like, and that's that was 15 years ago. So, okay, can we talk about video game movies? What's everyone's favorite video game-based movie or movie based on a video game? Detective Pikachu. Easy. That's actually that's shit a, yeah yeah i kind of have to go with that, that actually that, yeah, you just <laughs> i forgot <laughs> i was gonna you, say that's... silent hill oh i wasn't gonna say silent hill i think that's probably the right good. answer from luke there but i still have a guilty pleasure soft spot for the uh, angelina jolie tomb raider film <laughs> the first one. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think I've never oh, seen man. that actually. I, I think I figured out not to watch video game movies like very early on. So uh, I kept I kept seeing people telling me not to go. I guess reviewers and whoever telling me not to go see them. And like I was saying on some other episode of this, it's kind of hard to translate the two in either direction. So I don't really assume they'll be good. I was really surprised at how good Silent Hill was. Uh, Silent Hill Two was shit though. <laughs> Well, we just did the original Super Mario Brothers movie. That was certainly a lot of fun. Yeah, I still genuinely like the old Super Mario Brothers movie. I watched the new one. It's just like fine. It's a, it's a, it's very much a children's film. It is full of references. Yeah, I went to a show in Tokyo. I could see it in English, and I went dressed as Mario, and lots of strangers want to take pictures of me and stuff. It was a really fun (laughs) day out. Um, But like as a film, it did have lots of references, and I did enjoy myself. It's not a masterpiece or anything, though. I I could see cat. I know they're they're trying to do another Street Fighter movie now. I think that who was it? Um, who was it that has the Godzilla rights? Has the rights to make a Street Fighter movie? Now? Legendary. Legendary. Yeah, I could see it. It would be so easy to make one. It's just but like they did on Detective Pikachu too. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So that that could and they did Pacific Rim, which. I think is my favorite American kaiju movie. Probably. Unless I unless Luke thinks of something that I forgot about. But does King Kong count as a kaiju? Oh god, it's Kong Skull Island shit. <laughs> Maybe that's my favorite. Well, Pacific Rim's close. I bought did Legendary for a that dollar. As well? I bought Assassin's Creed for a dollar, but I haven't seen it yet. Oh um, d- don't even bother. Oh dear. <laughs> I, I, I mean it. that's not even a good game, so <laughs> I kind of bought it because of yeah. its rep. Isn't um, it like it's... entirely about the uh, the modern stuff? Like no, it it's it, it does. Um, it's about uh, um, I believe the Spanish, like I, I don't know if it's Inquisition or Civil War in my history is is not up to scratch, but it is just Michael Fassbender being bored for two hours, and you will be too. So. Oh, Fassbender is one of these weird guys who he's definitely a really good actor, but I don't know if he's just got like a bad agent or something. He keeps yeah. doing shit films. Yeah, <laughs> God, it was like that one X Men movie where the scene he is in is so good, and then he just spends the rest of the movie like brainwashed and doesn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, and the worst alien. Oh movie. man! So that you're, I think you're talking about X Men: Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about that film is I went and saw it with my friend Katie. Um, who had not seen any prior X-Men films. Um, so there was a group of us, and she was just happy to be among us. And then we get to the scene where he's in Auschwitz, and she turns to me <laughs> and goes like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess they haven't explained. He's a Holocaust survivor. <laughs> yeah, Which I... probably doesn't make sense if you're watching this and it's set in the 90s and they haven't aged him at all. That's like the he does worst. not look like he's in his 60s or whatever he should be at this point. I don't know if that's the worst thing about those films or the best, where they're just like, fuck it, everyone's the same age from 1965 to 1995. Yeah, like, the they set the films over 30 years, and still they don't just have Professor Xavier go bald naturally. He has to lose his hair in a stupid <laughs> sci-fi way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well... I think they're just going to reboot that after everyone who saw those films is dead. Matt, was it you who told me that like 
Yep. The X-Men films make sense if you just assume that each one is only in continuity with the one before it. I think I did say that to you, mm. yes. <laughs> that just about works. Yeah. So, I mean, that's I, that's the... You don't binge those films. That I guess that's one thing. Well, um, you, there's so many you need to skip, and it's like you can you can... It's like if someone just took a tray of, you know, nice hors d'oeuvres at a party and just threw a bunch of just shitty hamburgers in the middle of it, and you have to just pick around. I, read I would so probably much... eat the shitty hamburgers. Yeah, I, was say, I read so much 80s X-Men, you know, and um, that, yeah, I'm just down with it. I mean, I'm sure some of 80s X-Men, when you actually think about it, is a shitty hamburger, too, but. Yeah, yeah, 80s comic books were like a little bit tawdry, I guess, and maybe maybe some leg leg issues and, I mean, I th- and muscles are huge or whatever. No, that's the 90s. That's the 90s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I get most of my content from the movies. So unfortunately, I know more. I learned more from the cartoon and from the movies than I did from the comic books about X-Men. See, I never saw the cartoon. I've seen the movies, but I've read the Chris Claremont run like, like, probably a dozen times in my life uh, most Speaking of those of... Being when i was 12 but you know one was a few years ago when I went to dark phoenix i read the whole claremont run again speaking hmm. of x-men what year was x-men origins wolverine was that 2009 as well uh might have been a year or two earlier um because that also is a terrible film with a black eyed pea in it for some reason <laughs> <laughs> they were just uh 2009 it was like they were just out to turns black out it was... was out to ruin everything it was it was definitely, definitely a writer's film. It was around that sort of era, right? Uh, I think that's the only right. X-Men film I didn't watch. I think um, I didn't watch don't. the theater. <laughs> this, is, this is some Atlanta shit. My friends got a bootleg of it, and they got the bootleg that was that had the unfinished um, effects in it. Nice. <laughs> and they, were just, they all told me that it sucked. They were like, don't watch it. I think someone threw it in the trash. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the I mean, correct response. Yeah, I got just just to back up a little bit. I I got a lot of trash films since the rental store finally closed. I, I got crappy Will Smith. I got After Earth and Gemini Man and uh oh boy, yeah stuff for this podcast like Left Behind and The Wicker Man, of course. Um, I know I other... mentioned Gemini Man on this podcast before, but did I tell you I saw it in one hundred and twenty hertz high frame rate. Oh, that sounds horrible. We went just to see like what the, the fuck is this going to be like. It was like having your eyes just drilled and then when fire came on the screen it was like (laughs) it was it was horrible and and every time the clone will smith showed up it looked like his face was glued on there with some kind of like magical (laughs) glue all right (laughs) this sounds great now what else oh mordecai i want to see how bad that acting take is you said punisher Warzone, yeah with johnny oh Depp. yeah you better watch punisher Warzone. uh r.i.p ray stevenson he just died last week um, oh I, I got rules and i got i think you said the punisher before that wasn't that great but i got that too because everything was a dollar it. oh okay everything was a dollar tom cruise mummies here yeah yeah i got i have lots of trash to watch for us and trash to watch for myself now it's great i'm watching tra- extracurricular trash <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, we, barely okay, have so... time to watch stuff for this podcast. I don't know how you do it. Mm, well, I do know how you do it. It's because you don't play video games or go to the gym five days a week. Right. <laughs> I walk. My walking around randomly takes up gym time. But yes, I don't have the gamer so much. So I I can watch some stuff. <laughs> I'm I'm self employed, so I like have literally been going into. I'm like headed for bankruptcy from playing Zelda too much. <laughs> I also um, got some good movies. I got The Wolf of Wall Street. I was watching that a few nights ago, and it's it's right after the scene with Matthew McConaughey. It goes to a strip club, and that's like right when my wife walked in. Right when it changed, I like hit the <laughs> turn the player off just to not embarrass myself. Then it took like three minutes for it to come back up, and the strip club scene is like ten seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love that movie. That's my second favorite modern Scorsese. That that I've seen next to first. Uh, That's Island. a lot of qualifiers. That's my <laughs> second favorite that I've seen. modern Scorsese <laughs> that I've seen. <laughs> I mean, he keeps putting out so many. I'm, I haven't watched The Irishman yet because I don't have time. That's three mm. three hours long. Yeah, that's too long. Uh, what's what's of Irishman? One? What's number one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Shutter Island. Okay, I thought it might be Shutter Island. Yeah, okay. It's Shutter is, Island. Is the Departed? I love a daytime horror movie. That's like one of my favorite things. Is when the daytime is scary. 
Is the Departed modern Scorsese? I'm not a huge fan of it. I thought okay. I thought Gangs of New York is better. Okay, and that's still does modern mean two thousand or later? Yeah, but like after I don't know after Casino. Okay, yeah, Casino and Goodfellas definitely that's like that's old school now, right? Casino is like I look at Casino as like the last of his golden second golden period. Okay, sure. How many? Um, he's put out like a million movies. Anyway, do, do you think this movie would have been better? Street Fighter, Legend of Chun Li, if Martin Scorsese had directed it? Yes, I actually yeah. do. <laughs> he's quite good at making films. <laughs> <laughs> do you, um, how do you guys feel about that? People are finally firing off energy balls in this movie. That was cool. I was glad to see some of that, some especially when she Doctor knocked Strange. him off a roof with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think I don't necessarily like the effect they had for them. Though. They didn't have much. Um, yeah. Didn't look great, but I was like, well, at least we're actually canonically getting energy spheres. Have you seen um, Street Fighter: The Later Years on YouTube? Oh, back no. in the day, that's an old series, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like an old, it was an old, like college humor, like it was like it was just it was just a joke series but it was like kind of like a street fight of watchmen where they're all coming out of retirement many years later mm-hmm. um but that actually featured really cool hadouken effects because they did it like practically by lighting ba- basketballs on fire in front of a green screen basically <laughs> <laughs> um, but they looked really good and they had some oomph. but also that film had that series had some extremely racist jokes of the heart yeah it's it's not aged well Mm -hmm. early youtube be like that has any i forgot to bring this up uh did anyone see the street fighter 2 anime when it came out back in the day and like what day was that uh a long time ago tuesday tuesday for for me it was tuesday for for luke it was tuesday uh yeah you must have seen seen the animes right yeah yeah i've I've seen it since um it's a long time ago yeah yeah um I was actually when they had the um, the scene where uh, in this movie where Chun Li pretty much just punks out um, Black Eyed Peas Vega. Um, I was just thinking about it made me think about the scene with uh, Chun Li and Vega in the animated movie. Um, like really good choreography, where um, Vega pretty much ambushes um, Chun Li as she's like heading to bed one night. Um, and uh, yeah, they have this great fight scene, and um, you know, you really feel the threat of Vega as his his claws are like cutting into her, and she's really vulnerable. And um, but she she comes back and kicks his ass in a really well choreographed scene. Um, and it just made me think, I just want to watch that. <laughs> and I did yeah. I see it on YouTube right after that scene. <laughs> I'm like pulling up the IMDb on it, and it looks great in like that '90s way, like that classic animation and it also has a 7.2 out of 10 mm, which means that it's definitely it's definitely in contention for the good list mm. um it has a way to go heavily <laughs> inspired um the street fighter alpha games that came out shortly afterwards actually um like a lot of the uh um like costumes and and story beats like they pulled in from the animated uh, movie into the Street Fighter Alpha spin-off series. So um obviously Capcom clearly enjoyed it as well. I did feel like yeah. the uh Vega and Chun Li fight in this movie, actually between the two movies, just as a single scene, did feel the most like the game. Because they're in that one room on opposite yeah. sides, there's kind of tapers, you know, flying around random ass boxes and uh and Vega gets owned in the end, as you're supposed to do at the end of a round of, of the game. You're, you're talking about Balrog, I think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't you guys think it's funny that the only villains in this movie are ones that had their names switched around like they formed a club? It, it, it's like, like they deliberately <laughs> chose the exact three whose names get switched. What were they doing? <laughs> like, Akuma would have made so much more sense as a villain for this. Well, um, I, guess... no, I think Bison slash Vega makes sense because he's always canonically killed her dad, right? Oh yeah, and there's yeah. there's a lot of text in uh, so she is, story mode is where like she's going after Chun-Li's, him. Or... Yeah, enemy. I think an but... Akuma movie with like Akuma being the villain only works if Ryu's the lead. Yeah, 
Yeah, that it does actually make sense. Like cast the same guy. And then so, it wasn't isn't there like an evil Ryu also? Like there's there's a few different like wrinkles to that that I'm I know there's not even Ken. really sure about. Eve, Eve, violent yeah. Ken? Violent Ken. Oh, violent Ken, oh, yeah. That, that sounds better. Because evil Ryu, that's just ugly to say. Those syllables put them together. That's it doesn't feel good saying that. Try How it. try in evil Jap- Ryu. In Japanese, is he Waryu? Wario <laughs> <laughs> could have so. been a villain. That would have been cool. A little um, what's everyone's favorite Street Fighter game? Um, um, my, mine is Street Fighter Alpha 3. It's like sort of a sentimental favorite. It probably would be Street Fighter 3 if I'd gotten to play it more when I was younger. It was just like you had to go to the arcade to play it. Still a Street Fighter 4 guy. Um, like just Oh yeah, dude. Real sentimental favorite of mine. Just I play a lot of it online. A real kind of formative game for me in a lot of ways. It, it got me into um, kind of fighting games as a whole, really. Um, and I think a lot of people um, are in the same boat as me because in the quote-unquote fighting game community, they have a, 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 um, a, a name for, for people that got into fighting games around uh, Street Fighter 4. They call them O-Niners. Because of oh. the year of release of when uh, Street Fighter Four came out, so it's a thing. People, uh, people really uh, vibe with that game. Well, I mean, basically, we only have a fighting game community today because of Street Fighter Four, right? That yeah, it was a huge game for just kind of reviving Capcom's fighting game scene. I mean, as as visually impressive as Street Fighter Three is with um, you know the kind of two D pixel art that they used, it was not commercially successful um whereas street fighter 4 really turned around their fortunes well the thing about 4 was when it came out it felt like oh they finally cracked the uh 3d the code of like the 3d game because they'd made a bunch of attempts to do 3d street fighter games like street fighter ex street fighter ex plus alpha there was i think street fighter ex2 i mean aside from Aside from the inclusion of Skullamania, which is the yes. best character ever, <laughs> um, you know, Street Fighter Four was like it felt it felt like Street Fighter more than well. That's because it's only three D visually. It basically is still a two D game, right? I think it's in um, Unreal Engine or something like that. No, but right? I mean, like playing the game, it's it is Street yeah, Fighter it is, Two. It is two D. It's not like it's Mortal not three D like Tekken or Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Mortal uh, Mortal Kombat did the same thing with Mortal Kombat Nine, which. Yeah, mm. it was probably my favorite Mortal Kombat game. And to go back to your question, I probably my favorite is still just Street Fighter 2. Um, I haven't played as much of all the others, but me and my friend Colin used to play that a lot when we were teens. Um, although I went back and played it in an arcade a couple of days ago. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember how to play. Uh, me neither. <laughs> I, I actually... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I played Soul Calibur this weekend. It got my ass handed to me multiple times. Just... Oh, I would now, just to throw that out. I'm sure I get my ass handed to me at Soul Calibur in 2023. Yeah. I, I was about to say I don't have an answer for this, which can explain why mm-hmm. I wasn't on the Citizen Kane of Games episode because, I, but I actually do have an answer. Oh. I, it popped in my head, and and I swear this is not an ironic answer. But the Street Fighter I have played the most is Super Puzzle Fighter. Fighter 2 Turbo. Oh man, that game's nice. awesome. That's a great answer. <laughs> that's by far the one I've played the most. <laughs> I've that's the one I've bought the most. I have that on every system that I've been able to purchase it for. So that that's that actually that is my unironic answer, to be honest. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I think I currently have the what I have the emulator for the Game Boy Advanced version, I think. It was on the Game Boy Advanced, right? I believe yeah, I so. think it was on there. Okay, so that that would be the one, and, and then uh, Mark, when you and I went to that arcade in Chicago, or just pay him pay five bucks and play for wh- however long. I think I spent most of my time on the uh, on a. I, that was, was that on Nickel a, City. Uh, yeah, I think so. And, and I mean, it was in a cabinet. That game was in a cabinet, right? Because I'm pretty sure. Oh I yeah. It there for some time. Well, it's a Jamma. Okay. It's a Jamma game. The thing is, there was this. Try to make this brief. Jamma was like a a standard for arcade hookups from like the. Uh, early 90s through the mid 2000s so basically any game that had a jamma connector you just take the board hook it into a standard cabinet so i don't know if there was a dedicated machine for that but you there might not been i just remember playing it on a machine there for like 
45 minutes. I'm saying like Street Fighter 2 is the same way. Like you'd see Street Fighter 2 in all kinds of different cabinets because you just buy the board and throw it in something. Mm-hmm. Um, how about in this movie? Well, if we took the board out, how would this movie be without the IP? Uh, uh, nothing. Fine. <laughs> uh, I think it would be fine. I don't. I wasn't mad that they changed so much. It was like the only thing that made me mad was how just contrasty and washed out it was, and the things where it was just Chun Li narrating how she lost everything, but she like didn't lose everything. She yeah. was just a rich person. He was just a filthy tourist. I guess but she was. She gave. She was money basically to just doing once. pulps, common people. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> maybe this should have been a pulp movie i mean she was kind of batmaning in this movie right i mean this is kind, kind of, of but but she narrative. was only like she was mostly still focused on her own interest it would be like if batman kind of gave just a hunted down joe chill <laughs> yeah yeah exactly is the esperanto corporation in the games no, I don't. Okay. I don't remember at least. I just they, I, I they the, the truck or something. I sat down. I was like, I was just. I wonder what language that corporation speaks. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, Shadowlow, Shadowloo, Shadowloo is. Is that is that, is that an Esperanto? Is that an Esperanto word? It might be an Esperanto word. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still need to watch the William Shatner movie that he does the whole movie in Esperanto. We we all want to watch that, and we all never will. Yeah, good point. We, we meaning everybody on Earth. um back to your point there Matt. like about if it would work as a non-street fighter affiliated uh film um i i don't think so i think you know the only reason anyone would ever watch this is because they want to see how these characters are adapted right Mm -hmm. um i i think maybe like the stuff with um nash might have worked in its own film like well, yeah, just a, a fairly generic detective. Yeah, duo film. Make it a comedy though, because they are inept. Like the pair mm. of them. Like there's a scene where they're staking out the nightclub, um, or no, they're they're they're, they're watching uh, um, Balrog or, or M. Bison um, leave the the, the <laughs> office building, and um, he does this the 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 old switcheroo of the the car. And they totally miss it because he decides he's going to start making yeah. out, start making out with his partner. <laughs> yeah, I but guess he, he acts like it's going to be like this smart, like oh, let's make out so they don't see that we're watching us. them. But then they make out it. so much that they don't watch them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess like, my question: You're was... meant to be an Interpol agent here, mate. What are you playing at? <laughs> I guess my IP question was already like inherently dumb. Because this is already the movie on the bottom shelf of the truck stop DVD display, so the one without IP would just be in the in the in the toilet covered in feces, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's you know ballistic X versus ever with less money, which is fine. I I think that I feel like I'm learning something about myself, which is that I can forgive the movies on the bad list that are action movies a lot more easily than the ones that are comedies. Like I was, I was mostly not like mad at this film. The last movie we watched, I was just pissed the whole time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, especially when we and started the Stan Helsing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I guess I already like. I'm like, I'm about to watch a bland action movie, so I'm just gonna watch a bland action movie. And this is that... basically a bland action movie, so it just kind of rolled. And there were some few things I liked, right? But nothing that implicitly pissed me off. Except that Raul Julia has been dead for 15 years by this point. Yeah, but but still, I'd thought the action was decent. It had some good, like wuxia sort of heavy, whatever you call that, like heavy action fist, kung fu type fighting. Yeah, that's what you call it, heavy action. Fist heavy action. Fist. Fighting. Yeah, the whole thing where the guy is. <laughs> that's just what like, it says on the box for Street Fighter Five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's actually a, an option when you play as. Uh, a bison oh, in one of the newer games. Dragon Ball Evolution is also 2009, so it was a real year for video I'm, games. Yeah, but that I'm doesn't afraid. have a. Well, a that's not, not a video, video game. game Matt's an anime. Oh yeah, well, like, okay, I've played a lot of video games on that, haven't I? Yes, good point. As you're saying, it's, well, it's an it's, anime. It's fighting. Also, it stuff. doesn't have um, any black eyed peas in it. Oh, that's Are a you that sure. Is a, that makes it worse. <laughs> I'm Maybe afraid of that movie. I've been afraid to watch it for since the second it existed. 
We had to watch it. it, but you don't. No, we actually didn't have. No, to watch he will it. have to watch yeah. it for this eventually. I will. Mm. I know I will. It's no, I don't think. I think it did not make our list. Matt, Matt yes, it did. <laughs> did it? Okay. <laughs> the the funny thing about like video games specifically is that we're not going to watch a movie on the bad list that I've ever seen before until next year, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I, like, I'm looking. I think maybe I'm looking forward to that. Maybe we have to do the first one with that. I don't, like we're doing. It's this one. um. I, I'll tell you right now, the first Mortal sure. Kombat movie, not as good as the first Street Fighter movie, but Aww. um, it's watchable. And Annihilation is at least more fun than this movie was. <laughs> you Just can a, watch it. My seal of approval. Okay. <laughs> do whatever you want, man. Watch them all. Watch watch it over and over again. <laughs> I will. You can't stop me. In a I loop. will not. Mm. Don't even try. There's, uh, I mean, I guess spoilers for the distant future. There's a whole thing where Liu Kang and somebody else turn into giant dragons and fight each other, and it looks like shit. And then to save money, they just don't show them turning back into humans. You just <laughs> see them like fall into a ditch and then come out humans. That's how you save money. That's great. Yeah, they did. That's just cinematography, mate. (laughs) You're right. It's all about what you don't show. It's like like M when they don't show the kids getting murdered. Same thing. (laughs) I want you to repeat that joke a year from now. Yeah, I was gonna say, but Mortal Kombat, you know, basically a Fritz Lang movie in terms of quality, at least. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Sorry, I, I I'm looking at reviews now because I I guess we are getting to the point where well, you know, we haven't talked about yet. Oh, go for and it. And I've watched a bunch of documentaries, especially. Oh, yes, we do need to talk about this. Oh, I brought that up. Nexium. Yep, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, Kristen Crook was a member, but she was in it. At, at entrance level, it's just like a shit self-help program for rich people to waste their money on, right? And I think, I she, think only she... Ent- she only entered it at that level. She probably just funded it. Which is heinous, but you know. Yeah, but unknowingly, right? Not, she just yeah, thought, unknowingly. Like, oh, this will get me some connections, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then mm. through her, um, her castmate, Allison, Allison Mack. Mack, joined it. And she got into the deepest, darkest levels of the sex slave cult and was recruiting women for this psychopath. So, oof. Yeah, apparently Allison Mack's name is tattooed on the inside of a few people's mouths. Wow, or something like that. Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't do as much research as he probably did, but uh, um, yeah, but yeah, real sad because I actually was a big Smallville fan. I enjoyed it back in the day. I I fell off after a while, but the specifically that character, Allison Mack's character, who was like the plucky journalist who is trying to uncover evil mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, uh, went on to take a bunch of sex slaves in real life, so that's sad. Yeah. As sad as it gets, really. Yeah, as I said before, I guess I'm not going to start watching Smallville now. But <laughs> although this this was the first, thing oh, yeah, it's, all, it's so also ten seasons watch, of Blue Bulls. So watch Supergirl. I think that's kind of better. Supergirl's good, and I've yeah. haven't watched it yet, but I've been seeing some clips. I'm pretty excited to watch Superman and Lois. I heard it was good. I've not yeah. watched it. It just it looked like it had a nice fun tone. I used to like Lois and Clark back in the day. But like Supergirl, the the first season is just like um Callista Flockhart chewing scenery the whole time and then she just kinda leaves and the second season was entirely about like a lesbian alien bar. Which was even better. Like it's just it was um it was pretty enjoyable. So more more than this? I, I are, are we? Yeah, are it we was gonna, better than this. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> are, are we? Are we going on about Nexium, or are we? Are we I, th- I, th- I mean, that's. Um, I don't want to go really into it because it yeah. is really dark and grim. Yeah, yeah. It was kind but it's also it's just, just for this. There's a hundred <laughs> podcasts about it too. You can just yeah. listen to one of those. <laughs> but just like, yeah, you can't talk about a 2009 Kristen Crick movie without sort of mentioning it because, yeah. Yeah, so does um, does that consign this? I mean, maybe she's she's you know. I think I think but... her name is just about safe because she wasn't. I don't but think she just got into any of, of the bad film? stuff. Is it safe because of this film? How? What did this film do for her name? 
Was she in a film? Was she in a filth? I mean, a brief search says Smallville actress Kristen Crook horrified by her five years in sex cult. Mm. So if she's horrified, then surely she's she's not to blame. <laughs> You'd be horrified by what you've done. But yeah, it sounds like she's basically in the clear having just been involved with, you know, I mean, there were earlier members of the Manson family, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Which would have had a very different experience. Um, does anyone want to stand up for this as a film? I, I guess it is in the filth pile. So that's pretty. Yeah, not. It's just, a... it's just a nothing, you know. Mm. Yeah. It's a, I, again, I'm going to call. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say it's filth. I'm not going to sit here and say it's a film. I'm just going to say it. What, what did I say last time? It's just some content. <laughs> I called some, something. I called a. F- that's what I call this. Flimp. It's a flimp. Like the sound of a balloon getting let out. <laughs> like time passed and I was seeing images so I guess mm. that's okay I think you mm. said that last time too um, <laughs> uh, I like I, actively hate it myself like it's don't get me wrong it is a bad film uh, but it wasn't offensively bad by yeah, there are much worse. I, yeah, yeah, I like watching Psycho's Chew Scenery I would certainly not put it on a bottom 100 list as it is on ours mm. <laughs> mm. I, 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 yeah, there's other things that deserve that more than this. Yeah, which... pe- people, the only reason a lot of these films are on this bottom list is because they're from a franchise and they disappointed fans of the franchise. People yeah. have exaggeratedly given them bad reviews. Mm. Yeah, like Speed 2. That's 100% what Speed 2 was. was people <laughs> yeah. like, I am mad that this does not start Keanu Reeves. I mean, there were mistakes made. But well, it wasn't. It wasn't a great film. Things, so. But I'm saying that it wasn't just the bottom 100 films of all time bad. You know what I mean? No. Um, I have a 10 star review ready. If anyone wants it, this hit me, one, okay, hit me this with one, your rhythm stick. This is um, real life review by Home Depot 06. <laughs> That's a terrible name. Sorry, Home Depot 06. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen many reviews on movies, and I just have to say, I'm very, with a capital V, disappointed. Not on the movie, but on people's judgment of the movie. Face it, this world lives in the past. Saying it's not original, then all I have to say is, fuck you, Street Fighter. I didn't care for but ever since I've seen this new movie, I'm amazed on how much better it will become in our generation. And I will be proud to see a Street Fighter 2 movie. This new movie has better production than the original Street Fighter. Sorry to the people who made the first movie, but this movie has a better cast and better production. So really stop complaining, people. It's the new age. Live in it or leave it alone. Seven out of 14 found it helpful. I, that's a great last line. It's the new age. Live in it or leave it alone. I'm going to make that my new motto, I think. That's I think that it. was Nexium's motto. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the review is written by Nexium. I don't know. <laughs> it could that's how, be. That's, yeah. how they, that's, that's how they drew her into the fold. Um, any final word you want to put on this one? I think Luke made a noise. Gokin. Yeah. Find us on the socials, films and filth on Twitter. Uh, that's probably the best place to find us. Support us on Patreon at Podcastio Podcastius. You'll get episodes early. You'll get extra weird banter. And in regards to this episode, you'll get a complete extra films and filth episode talking about the 1994 Street Fighter. So, you know, jump in there. You'll also hear um, me talking about the Twilight Zone at Time Enough Podcast. Disney films that caught Disney. You'll hear Luke talking about Pokemon at Luke Loves Pokemon, talking about Zelda at Hyrule Field Report, and the Game Game Show features a bunch of gamers gaming each other with games. So, dig it. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Luke, I feel like... Uh, well, how, how, do we, how do we end this today? I feel there's a conflux of things that everybody here does. Well, we're going to get on our boat. And we're going to go up that river. And we're going to kick that son of a bitch bison's ass so hard. The next bison wannabe is going to feel it.